This message was recorded live at Plantation Seventh-day Adventist Church in Plantation, Florida. Welcome to PlantationSDA.tv. Here you will find a diverse variety of Bible-based topics and conversations. God's master plan to inspire your mind, bring peace to your heart, and uplift your soul. May you be blessed and encouraged as you listen to God's Word. Amen. Happy Sabbath, everybody. We thank God that we've been given another opportunity to worship a God who is worthy of all our worship. Let me welcome every worshiper in the house. We thank God we have this opportunity also to renew our faith, to renew our commitment to the communion service. I want to remind you that communion service is not for perfect people, but it's for those who have a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Also, the Seventh-day Adventist Church practices open communion, meaning that folks from different Christian faiths are joined, are, are welcome to join us as long as you believe that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, he lived, died, rose, and is coming back again, I invite you to join in as we renew our faith in him. Southern trees bear a strange fruit, blood on the leaves and blood of the root, Black bodies swaying in the southern breeze, strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees. Pastoral scene of the galleon south, the bulging eyes and the twisted mouth, scent of magnolia sweet and fresh, then the sudden smell of burning flesh. Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, the rain to gather, for the, swin, for the wind to suck, for the sun to rot, for the tree to drop. Here is a strange and bitter crop. So wrote Abel Merpel in 1937. Song became popular through the singer Billie Holiday as they sought to describe the lynchings that took place in the South during those times. Hanging from a tree, we turn our attention to our focus text, Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. The King James Version says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. This is the word of God, neighbor, and I believe it 
Father, as we spend these few minutes in your word, we pray that you will rest and hold our attention, speak to our hearts and to our heads. In Jesus' name, amen. Paul wrote, in these verses, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come unto the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. In verse 13, Paul cites or refers to Deuteronomy chapter 22 as he is speaking to a Jewish audience. They could appreciate this citation. As we zoom out a bit, he's making the argument in this chapter, yea, the entire book of Galatians that the law cannot save, that the law frustrates. And he makes the point here in this chapter, chapter 3, that not only is it that the law cannot save, but he says the law brings a curse. But praise God, in this verse, he says that Jesus took the curse. He redeemed us from the curse. He became, he took on the curse for us so that in verse 14 he says, we now have the blessing. Because of his death on the cross, Jesus took the curse and he gave to us the blessing. The concept of curse and blessing, yea, it entered our lexicon as human beings there in Genesis chapter 3 where we see the narrative of the fall when Adam and Eve sinned and God shared with them the consequences of their action. He spoke about the, the serpent being cursed. He spoke about the earth being cursed. He spoke about the fact that Eve would bear children and they would struggle because disobedience, yea, sin resulted in the curse. And there in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, we find a litany there of blessings and curses. And we find there the element of obedience to God and His will being attached to being blessed. While disobedience and disregard of his, of his will being attached to being cursed. Blessings and curses. Paul says in these verses that because of Jesus who hung on a tree, who became a spectacle, you and I today can celebrate not curse, but being blessed. It's amazing that even in our postmodern 2023 culture, we can still appreciate not only the concept, but this belief of being cursed. The idea of being cursed is that your, your destiny is fixed in terms of your damnation. 
The idea of being cursed is it doesn't matter what you do, it will not work out. It will not pan out. It's failure after failure. The result will be the same. It doesn't matter how hard you try. It seems you're destined to fail. You are cursed. As the kids would say in Vegas, you've crapped out. Nothing seems to be working out for you. It doesn't matter. You are cursed. It's amazing that in varied cultures we appreciate this and we have our varied superstitions. And what amazes me is that it doesn't matter how exposed you become and how educated you become, that sometimes these traditions, they still are there in the undertow of our varied decisions that we make. As I was sharing with the folks this morning, that this morning as I was preparing breakfast, my, my Sabbath breakfast, especially when I'm going to preach, has got to be amped up with not only a superpower granola loaded with nuts, and, and, and I've got to have two hard-boiled eggs, toast to boot. But there is something that I struggle with, even at 55 years old, Andrew, and it is this. I can't have eggs after 6 p.m., because when I was a boy, I was told that you never eat eggs after six. I never discovered why, but it was so entrenched in the culture that it was etched in my brain that even today, to have eggs at six is haunting. As exposed as I've been to different cultures and different settings, I still struggle with having eggs at 6 p.m. Because, and I'm not the only person, don't look at me crossed eye, the reality is that if you look at your own lives, the decisions that you make that make absolutely no sense, say they're part of your tradition. You don't know why, but you've always been told that. And so the idea of being cursed, the idea that things will not work out, the idea that you are unlucky, the idea that you can have an unlucky streak is something that we can all relate to. But here in these verses, Paul says that because of Jesus, I am not cursed. Jesus took the curse so that I can have the blessing. Jesus took the curse of death, took the curse of damnation, took the curse of sin so that you and I can have the blessing of eternal life and the blessing of righteousness. And so today, not I, I can proclaim regardless of my zip code, regardless of my uh, balance in my bank account, regardless of the hue of my skin and the texture of my hair, regardless of all of these things, I can declare because Jesus to the curse, I can declare that I am blessed. That my blessing has nothing to do with my socioeconomic circumstances. That my blessings have nothing to do with my ethnic origin. That my blessing has nothing to do with my mother tongue. That my blessing has nothing to do with my height or my wit or my girth. But that my blessing has to do with the fact that Jesus took the curse and gave me the blessing. 
So today, I want to join in, and I wish, I wish Claude was at the piano so I could sing for you that I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed. Oh, all the days of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest, I'm blessed. Because of Jesus. Because Jesus took the curse. The curse of sin. The curse that said that you are destined to damnation. The curse that said it doesn't matter how good you have it in this life. Ultimately, You'll be separated from God. God is the source of all life and life and light. You'll be separated from him. Paul says that Jesus took the curse and gave the blessing. And in keeping with part of his audience, Paul says in verse 14 that the blessing of Abraham, <laughs> you see, his Jewish audience could, could, could understand the, 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 the connection between Abraham and blessing, but, but perhaps his Gentile audience struggled with this, but he said, hey, listen, the blessing that Abraham and his seed were given, that now because of Christ, even the Gentiles can experience the blessing. Hey, hey, listen, neighbor. I don't have to be Jewish by birth. I can be Jewish by rebirth. I don't need to be a follower of Christ by birth. I can be a follower of Christ through rebirth. And that the blessing is mine. I close with this. This week I saw that George Soros, and let me declare uh, clearly to all those who are inclined to conspiracy theory that I've never met George Soros, I don't know the man. But I saw this week that George Soros decided to leave billions of dollars to his son. And there are those who are concerned about the fact that the boy never showed any promise. There are those who are concerned that this boy doesn't have the wits about him to manage billions of dollars. But by virtue of being his son, this boy now inherits billions of dollars. And I said, wow, wish I had a papa like that. But then, as I, as I look back at the text, Brother Keith, I realize that I've got me a Jesus like that. And that my blessing has nothing to do with an inheritance of billions of dollars, but that my blessing has the fact that I, through Jesus, now have the inheritance of eternal life. And so today, as we come to this communion service, please do not be deterred by your circumstances. Do not define yourself by your current circumstances, but I want you to define yourself by the fact that Jesus took the curse for you, that you can have the blessing.
And I don't know about you, I'd rather to be blessed than cursed. I'd rather be blessed than cursed. And so today I thank God for that reality about you. Stand with me to your feet. Stand with me to your feet. We'll transition right into our ordinance of humility, but I'd like to say a prayer. I want to encourage you to participate. The women folk will be in this room. The men folk, I think, in the youth room, and we have a room for the couples. It's the cradle room. Father God, we thank you for this reality expressed clearly in this text that we are blessed, not based on our external circumstances, not based on the strength of our pocketbooks, but we are blessed based on the fact that Jesus took the curse, took the curse, became cursed for us. And so we move into this service with this reality, with this assurance that my circumstances, regardless of what they are, that they do not dictate my true status, that because of Jesus, my true status is I am a child who is blessed. May this thought, yea, may this concept grab a hold of us today as we celebrate the fact that through Jesus, our salvation is guaranteed. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. I want to encourage you folks to join in. As I mentioned, our women folk will be this side. Men folk will be further around the corner. And couples, we do have a room provided for you. Then we come right back here as we dine at the Lord's table. God bless you as you transition into our ordinance or to our ordinance of humility. This podcast was brought to you by Plantation Seven-day Adventist Church, a Christ-centered congregation dedicated to spreading the good news of God's love through sermons, deeper dive conversations, and much more. If you would like to listen to more life lessons and inspirational content, please visit us at plantationsda.tv.